Do you hear that? Do you hear that that motor sound? Yeah. I'm raising you up. So I can fuck. What's the lyrics? So you can fuck? I don't so think I that's how it goes. You raise me up so I can fuck on mountains. <laughs> you raise me up so I can get my nut. Ooh. There's nuts growing on those mountains. Cool. What's your favorite mountain nut, Cameron? <laughs> uh, D's mountain nuts. <laughs> okay. Thank you. <laughs> Well, now I'm worried that you're going to put that in the in the pre-roll, and I don't even have to have, edit it. <laughs> well, yeah, but also people are going to have no idea because unless they're paid supporters and have given us money at support.boxset.website and have listened to our weekly mini episode uh, show for supporters, they will have no idea that I have bought a uh, convertible standing desk that is operated by electric motor and that the sound that was making was me raising the desk up and Cameron singing about it. Oh, man, they'll be hypothetically, uh, if you hadn't just said all of that stuff, left out of the inside joke, and they would have been motivated to join the Patreon. Fuck. Well, they wouldn't have known that they should have joined the Patreon in order to gain access to that inside joke. Ah, my brain. <laughs> uh, what's, what's, uh, what's, what's sliding doors, shifting timelines, all that stuff. Anyway, this is a podcast. It sure is. It sure is. It's about artists that may be misunderstood, unrecognized, or dismissed. And I'm Nathan Hunt. And I am Cameron DeWitt. This is the final episode of Forever season 11. Of season 11, yeah. yeah. At least until Shania releases a new album. Correct. She had five albums. Last one was 2017. The one before that was what? Like 2001 or two or three or something? 2002. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Um, remember last week, I don't remember if we said this in our weekly mini show for supporters or our main show for just any old yokel, but I think we had talked about potentially listening to uh, the other versions of Up, the uh, yes. quote unquote international version and the pop version. And then we would discuss them in our weekly mini show for supporters at support.box.website if you give us, you know, $2 or more. Um, and I listened to, I skimmed them, and they are not worth talking about, really. Yeah, I listened to a little bit. It basically sounds just like, I mean, I listened to a little bit of the Blue album, and it just sounds very cynical, and like you said on the last album, like, it's very modular in a kind of, in a way that isn't done very holistically. So. Right. I think it's actually worse on the other discs, though, because it sounds like they just took like some generic garage band loops and that's how they like did most of the music. Yeah. Does There's it, like does most it sound of the songs. Like they got actual like classical Indian musicians to like. No. Like most of the songs seem to have like a single tabla loop that is the percussion that just keeps re- getting repeated through the entire song with no variation. So that kind of shit. So that's what, all that to say. That's what tablas are known for, playing a 4-4 four, four <laughs> pattern over and over again. Totally, yeah. They're, uh, they're widely known for being completely monotonous. Uh, for those of you who are unfamiliar with tabla music, go check it out. It is absolutely uh, outside of Western paradigms, and uh, it's extremely mathematical, and it, it does not... It is not meant... To- 
<laughs> the instrument is not meant to be played like in a like a four four rock band. I mean, if an Indian musician wants to do that, that's fine. But like, the... <laughs> you're not going to stop them. That's that's very generous of you, Cameron. <laughs> I guess, I guess I'm just trying to say like, um, there's a lot more to the instrument and the tradition of the instrument than just um, the timbre. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so that that was up. That was 2002, and this is now. That's the name of the album. It's now uh, 2017. She took a 15 year hiatus. I think we discussed yeah. it a little bit last episode, but it was due to Lyme disease and dysphonia, um, which severely so impacted her singing voice. Yeah, yeah. All Pretty these rough. songs are just written by her. Really, I didn't notice that. I mean, I I was just I'm trusting the genius lyrics rapgenius.com. Oh. On Wikipedia, she has the first writing credit, but there are usually two, two or th- one or two other people credited also. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, the album art is like, uh, it's kind of, I don't know, is it black and white or is it like... Um, grayscale. Grayscale, yeah. But she's uh, she's got like a halter top with like a belly showing, midriff showing, and she's mm-hmm. wearing um, some kind of... <laughs> I mean, they're super long gloves that seem to be connected to like something else. Oh yeah, what is that? But they're they're leopard print, like her. Uh, I think know, she's wearing videos. a giraffe costume potentially. Yeah, but <laughs> it's only like dude. half on. <laughs> when you when you go to the costume store or like Target or whatever, and you get the the slutty giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm, Mm-hmm. Um, I just noticed that the, uh, the version that I listened to on Spotify is the deluxe version that has more tracks. Um, I did not listen to that. Good for you. I wish I had noticed because I spent more time than I should. It's still not as long as her longest album. That's true. But the one I listened to was uh, a cool 41 minutes. (laughs) Yeah. Only 12 songs. Good for you, Shania. You're learning to be a little bit more, uh, concise. Wow, um, there are just straight up uh, <laughs> slutty giraffe costumes. I'm looking at them now. Oh shit! Let me get on Google Image Search. <laughs> slutty shit giraffe cost. I hope this doesn't awaken something in me. <laughs> you, you've been a furry this whole time. Shit. Oh, there's a sexy unicorn costume. Holy shit! Uh, you know I'm- what? <laughs> You know what I hate um, about one of the things I hate about Halloween is that uh, it seems like the word slutty is used pretty liberally for any woman in a costume. Absolutely. <laughs> so here's just a woman in, a, in like a, you know, it's like it's like a, a tight shirt, but it's like it's a shirt. It's not that tight. And it's it's got like, you know, short sleeves and everything. It doesn't have like a plunging neckline. Uh, and it came it, up in my uh, slutty female giraffe. giraffe costume. Is yeah. What I need to say. <laughs> female giraffe costume with agency. Yeah, that's that's what it should be. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. There's a couple of these actually that are like not at all, uh, quote unquote, slutty, which I mean, of course, that is a bad term. <sighs> anyway uh what were we talking about uh giraffes who fuck <laughs> G- gira- non-monogamous giraffes <laughs> yeah i guess um 
Yeah. So this is a uh, Twain said that this is her most personal album and described its theme as quote going from lost to found, from feeling sad to happy. Mm. Um, also, uh, now is her first studio album in which she has assumed an integral role in its production, co-producing every track, and is her first album since her <coughs> 1993's debut studio album to not be co-written with or produced by Robert John Mutt Lang, Twain's ex-husband. So he's not um, involved at all in this album. So, I mean, that's great and everything, but also I don't think that bodes well <laughs> for her. Like, that she had... Uh, she's taking all this responsibility for this album, and I don't know if you... Did you notice that this album isn't very good? <laughs> I, I did happen to notice that, actually. <laughs> yeah. I like that you phrased it as a an objective thing that someone would notice yeah. rather than <laughs> It's kind of subtle. Did you catch that... <laughs> How bad it was? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, I caught it. No, I, I definitely, uh, I'm, a, I'm a crafty uh, consumer of, of art. I, I definitely noticed, for sure. It's it's not offensive. It's just trash. No. Well, I don't know if I go that far. It's a pretty strong word. Okay, well, um, it's just, um, I don't know. Recycling. There are actually some, yeah, Okay. It's like an empty glass bottle. There are actually some fairly good songs in the deluxe version that didn't, that aren't on the standard edition. Oh, interesting. They have one that's called like, it's called let's kiss and make up, which is like a, I think we might've heard a similar song from Garth where he's like, you know, we're in the middle of an argument. Let's just like skip to the good stuff and, uh, start making out and making love. Yeah. Uh, which I, I like that as a, as an idea for a song. I, it's, it hasn't been played out. Sure. You know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, not great. It's probably her least country album. It's, you know what? You know what? I'm going to say this. It's more reggae than it is country. <laughs> <laughs> there is one song that is like a fucking straight up reggae jam. Um, I was live tweeting directly to Cameron via uh, text messages today. And I was like, holy shit, it's a reggae jam. <laughs> and, and then I t- said that it reminded me of Smash Mouth a little bit. Uh, there were some absolute Astro Lounge vibes. Mm-hmm. Some fuss you mange energy. Yes. I don't think it's pronounced mange. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what it's called. Mang. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, Is any mange other... a disease? Yes. <laughs> Mange is bad. It's when great. Like, I'm gonna put that in the learning links <laughs> because I forgot <laughs> last week. <laughs> but now, was there anything in the, look up in the learning mange. Link? What mutt mutt mange? Dogs do get mange. Um, I, I actually forgot. Was there anything in the learning links? Learning links for last week? No, I forgot to take notes, and I'm definitely not gonna listen back. <laughs> I don't think we learned anything last week or even came remotely close to mentioning things that people could learn about. Uh, I, the link in the learning link says, here's a link to, to mange on Wikipedia. Are you happy? <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Um, oh, shit. Oh, man. The background section for this album is spicy. Mm-hmm. Uh, experiencing the breakdown of her marriage, Twain divorced her longtime husband and songwriting partner, music producer Robert John Mutt Lang, in 2008. Here's where it gets good. She remarried to Frederick Thibault, the husband of her former best friend in 2011. That wow. says so much. 
Oh Yikes. boy. Yeah. Is the the formerness of the best friend related yeah. to <laughs> It doesn't even say that the ex-husband of her former best friend. It just says the husband of her Shit. former best friend. Which there's a world of difference between those two things. Sister wives. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Uh it this got pretty I think well, mixed reviews is kind of generous. Metacritic has it as 58. Well, out of 100. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, not not great. I mean, have we have we gotten to an artist that has gotten better as they go on? Like each and every album is a step up? I mean, I th- I think maybe not T-Pain, steadily, but like we said with T-Pain. Yeah, he he's like first and last are good. He definitely came back around. Um, but I feel like most of the others, they might have like a little bit of a weird or rough initial period, but then they hit peak goodness and then they just kind of like slowly trail off. Yeah. I feel like ICP basically plateaued. Actually, that's a good point. Yeah. I don't think they got but any they worse. They did get better. <laughs> that's true <laughs> from their first album, which is not great. I don't know. If, I don't know if that counts with them because they were just... <laughs> mostly negative good yes exactly it's my favorite D alignment <laughs> you're good but only in ways that harm society <laughs> uh, <laughs> i don't even know how that would manifest <laughs> but now i kind of want to play a D character with that alignment <laughs> i want to play it um, I, I, I want to play a, a D&D character with the alignment good-bad. <laughs> mm, mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. <clears throat> um, neutral yeah. meh. Neutral meh. <laughs> uh, any other general thoughts about this album before we get about into D&D? these songs? Oh, yeah, before we get into D&D? Um, we should do a meme that's all of because uh, we have enough artists now. I mean, it would only be nine, but where we, you know, the like meme where you have, you know, all, all the D and D alignments, but you put, um, you know, different characters of firefly on them or whatever. Oh yeah. Yeah. We yeah. should, we should make a meme. Oh, I'm just actually, I'm just going to put this out to the discord, which I haven't participated in, in a while. So one of our listeners make a D and D meme of our artists, please. <laughs> Yep. You do it. I, yeah, someone else do it. I, I think I can definitively say that uh, ICP would be lawful. Oh, actually, that's. Would they be lawful evil or lawful neutral? Or um, maybe they're not lawful at all. I mean, I think they're more that's chaotic. Tough. I don't think they're lawful. Yeah. But I mean, but they also have like this developed cosmology and the dark carnival, and they have a very highly developed sense of right and wrong. Oh, you're right, because it's on their own scale. Shoot. Yeah. I don't know, yeah. dude. Oh, that's tough. Hmm. Well, we'll just leave it to it's our listeners like, to it's fix It's almost like the alignment us. system is pretty fraught. <laughs> well, <laughs> when examined even a little bit. <laughs> well, it's better than what it replaced, that's for sure. I don't remember what it replaced. I mean, before that, it was mostly just like good and bad, you know? Ah, and so the to add the the extra dimension of like lawful versus chaotic is like a pretty big step up in my opinion. But yeah, I don't know if it like describes every single person or every single <laughs> band in the universe. <laughs> I think we should do away with Myers Briggs and Enneagram and just <laughs> use the D and D alignment system. 
<laughs> I'm sure that's like supported by better scientific research because Myers Briggs is not at all. Um, I'm chaotic neutral, so like I just have I don't know needs that need to be <laughs> addressed in this company. <laughs> Dark needs. <laughs> Well, right. we should probably stop, start talking about songs. Swinging with my eyes closed. Number one. I follow like a season. Not afraid of what I'm feeling. Oh. I'm swinging with my eyes closed. Got my hair down. Oh, So Shania likes to uh, have sex with uh, people right. outside of her marriage, uh, but she's nearly a teetotaler. She only has one beer per year. <laughs> First verse. So summer's here. Bring it on. Another year. One more beer. Another song. <laughs> That's very funny to me to like, you know, oh, goody, here's my one more beer. <laughs> Yeah, around like New Year's Day to be like, another year, another beer. <laughs> That's all you get. Just Especially one. get delivered with that voice. <laughs> well, time for my year of the well, beer. <laughs> it ain't much, but it's honest work. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm imagining some like grizzled blue collar person who might say another day, another dollar. Ah. <sighs> Comes on the radio so loud and clear. You whisper "come" in my ear. Ugh. I follow like a season, not afraid of what I'm feeling. Oh, I'm swinging with my eyes closed. Got my hair down, a wide open road. I'm swinging with my eyes closed. Only God knows how far it goes. And then, then the next lines are fist up in the air, throw like we don't care. Oh man, <laughs> these are like some pretty fresh lyrics. That uh, I, I'm glad Shania found the rhyme between those. Uh, those two things because air and care hmm groundbreaking mm. it's groundbreaking yeah that's a good word for it what what is this song about cameron this song is about jumping on the like imagine dragons uh bandwagon and making a cynical <laughs> vaguely inspiring personal anthem but only if imagine dragons dabbled in reggae yes That, like percussion film. Summer's here. Bring it on. Another year. One more beer. Another song. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the beer line. And that's the part that made me think of Smash Mouth. Doesn't that sound like a fucking Smash Mouth like vocal Abs- melody? Absolutely. Yeah. And they like fucking dabbled in weird rip-off reggae. What is she swinging? I don't know. <laughs> Is it like a tire swing? When I hear someone say swinging with my eyes closed, I'm imagining someone like fighting. Oh, actually, that's a good point. She could be like swinging her fists. Like looking away, closing her eyes and just like wailing on somebody. That's like, (laughs) but the text doesn't really support that in the rest. It doesn't really. The only other thing she like mentions is a wide open road. Right. So is she like driving down the road with her eyes closed, like swinging her arms around or something? Or swinging the steering wheel back and forth. <laughs> is this a song about how she is uh, trying to kill herself in a car? I think you're on to something. Fear disappears each time I close my eyes. I kiss you once, I kiss you twice, then I drive into a tree trunk. 
Oh wait, well, sorry. The, that last the lyric line. is actually: uh, "I kiss you once, kiss, kiss. I kiss you twice." <laughs> That's right. Kiss, kiss. Oh boy. Um, you actually have. Um, uh, it's basically what you already played, like the intro. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Um, there's a lyric in here. What do you think about this lyric? Life is short, mm-hmm. not so Good long. So far. Oh, that's. <laughs> hmm. You know what? I'm glad that that's two different lines. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's all I have to say about this song. <laughs> yep, me too. Not much there. Let's move on to the next home song. Now. It's Home Now. And I hope to make it Over to the other side of wasted I'm home now, home now, I'm home now And I'm one of those lucky ones Did, did it. I don't think I like Shania's voice very much on this album. It feels very processed. Yeah, I I heard a fair amount of auto tune in a bad way. Yeah, I did. Did you look if, at the credit? Hmm? Did you look at the credits of the album or this song? Yeah, yeah this song. Do you know who's playing banjo? I don't. Where is that? Where's the? I don't see credits on well, this. On the Wikipedia. On Genius. On Wikipedia. It's fucking Noam Pakelny of Punch Brothers. Oh, I don't. I've never heard of him. <laughs> I know the Punch you know Brothers. The Punch, yeah, it's the banjo I've seen player them in from concert. Punch Brothers. Noam Pakelny, winner of the Steve Martin Banjo Award. Did Steve Martin... Okay, did he just, like, <laughs> buy an award and name it after himself? Or is he? did he, like, buy an award and set himself up as the judge? Uh, like, how, I think he it? has, like, some sort of panel. Mm. Um, but I think the idea is he's trying to take his... He he's trying to take his influence and like spotlight banjo players, and mm-hmm. and lately the people who he's been spotlighting have been people who actually could use spotlighting and maybe aren't at the center of you know the bluegrass banjo world. Like he gave it to Rhiannon Giddens a couple years ago. Oh yeah, and I support then, that decision. Yeah, absolutely, and. And this year he gave it to Victor Furtado, uh, studying banjo at Berkeley, who's a clawhammer player. Oh, nice. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know, $50,000 or something. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, now I'm on his it. side. I'm on his side now. Good and, for him. And I've heard rumors that like the, the like board that he has for it, that the, the, the reward might stop because, um, he's been choosing like non bluegrass, non like hegemonic artists to. Celebrate. Oh, and they don't like that. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's actually true, but bluegrass as a community seems to be incredibly conservative in more ways than one. And, uh, do not seem to tolerate any deviation from a very, very strict, um, what's the word definition or manifestation of their kind of music? Maybe, but that kind of culture leads to things like bluegrass pride. So, uh, Hmm. I, I, you, I don't, I don't know what that them? is. What? I'm it's so like lost. The, it's, <laughs> what's happening. It's the, bluegrass pride is like the gay and trans like bluegrass association. Ah, yeah. I mean, that's good. It is good. It's awesome. Go, everyone go really check like, out Justin Hiltner's album that he I came out with really this like year. I really like bluegrass very much. 
<laughs> okay, well, we're not talking about bluegrass. We're talking about. I'm just saying there isn't now. an old time Appalachian Pride Association because Whoa. everyone in old time music thinks that they're liberal, um, and but they're just a bunch of like neo neoliberal baby boomers. <laughs> so like, yeah, I I could see that. Um, but also, there's like a lot fewer old time people than bluegrass people, right? I don't know. Probably. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Spoke my, spoke my heart when I had the mind to lost my way trying to find truth, but I'm home now, home now, I'm home now. Cross my heart and I hope to make it over to the other side of wasted. <laughs> She's just trying to survive this like drinking binge that she went on. She <laughs> oh, went out. that beer. <laughs> Cross my heart and I hope to make it over to the other side of wasted, bro. And I'm one of those lucky ones who dreams out loud and it all comes. I've been roaming around the lost and found, but I'm home now. These are not great lyrics. No, this is another like Imagine Dragons song. A lot of this album is kind of Imagine Dragons-y. Yeah, but especially these first two. They're just, they're, they're very personal and like... In the most uh, general and vague of ways. Yeah. And it's just like, this is for anyone who needs to be pumped up in a very personal way, who feels like they're at odds with the rest of the world. But, you know, in just like a very, it's like, I'm marginalized in the way that any individual is marginalized. And I'm proud of myself kind of song. <laughs> yep, exactly. Yeah. Oh, man, these, these lyrics. One more mile in my shoes. One more mile in my shoes. Oh, I've walked so many miles. I think I'm going to stay a while. <laughs> so she takes I've the common phrase around the lost and found. <laughs> she takes the common phrase about walking a mile in someone's shoes. And then she just turns it into her walking a mile in her own shoes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I didn't notice. That. <laughs> I, I kind of like that <laughs> before you judge yourself. Oh, super profound. Before you judge your own self. How about you walk a mile in your own shoes? <laughs> just get uh, some exercise that helps with like that negative energy <laughs> i don't think she intended it as subverting that like phrase but i want to take it that way and when i take it that way i'm very amused by it so i like it yeah good job shania yeah all right i i'm ready to move on <laughs> oh i wanted to listen to the intro a little bit which has two banjos uh so let's take a listen to that Banjo one. Banjo two. Yep. And when I heard that for the first time, I was like, I, could, I, I couldn't listen to it and not think of the Jay Giles band. What's that? Oh, God. Centerfold. Yep. Come on. <laughs> That's a band from Boston. I used Boston. to play that in Pep Band. Really? School. That's not a great choice to play in Pep Band. <laughs> well, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, it's it's one of the catchiest songs I've ever heard, but it's also like... I mean, I haven't done like a deep dive into lyrics, but I remember it being like kind of problematic because the like he finds out that this girl in high school he's crushing on has like done nude modeling or something. And so the the chorus goes... My blood runs cold. My memories have just been sold. My angel is a centerfold. And it's like, well, A, fucking get over yourself. It's not about you. 
like have you even had a con have you had like one word with this person <laughs> and b like come on you know people do things and you know it's like some people do sex work sometimes whatever get over it there's a a meme going around a serious meme that was it said something to the effect of this is the percentage of women who have in this study that have admitted to like taking nude pictures um the next generation you know like uh, of politicians uh is with every woman who runs like we're going to have to shift the um the judgment on whether it's okay or not to take nudes to whether it's okay or not to leak nudes well i mean that's obviously a much worse crime to like take something that someone gave you in like privacy and confidence and just turning into revenge porn. Yeah. Um, I'm just saying like, uh, uh, obviously the centerfold song's not the same, but, um, there, that's just going to be like the reality that we're in, like in the future, you know, where I mean, we're already in it. You, well, yeah, yeah. But like, especially for the next generation of politicians, like right. when Gen Z, kids are our politicians did you ever see monty python life of brian uh yeah there's a scene where the first time he has sex with um his love interest and his mom like catches them and you get to see full frontal of not only brian uh which is graham chapman i believe is the actor playing him but also the actress playing his love interest whose name escapes me now um she ran for and got mayorship of a town in the uk huh um and and then she like hosted a viewing of that movie which is like so ballsy it's like yeah i fucking like did this movie where i was full frontal and and whatnot and who the fuck cares and like i'm gonna do a viewing of it everybody look that's great yeah she's not ashamed i i wonder if the uk is less prudish about lots of these things than america is i suspect yeah well, we should move on. <laughs> I guess. Her name is Sue Jones Davies, by the way, just to close that loop. All right, let's talk about number three, Light of My Life. We were not together in this life. the way it was. You are This feels like Astral Lounge, too. Yeah. Cameron, have I ever told you that you are the light of my life? My little pizza yeah. pie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, and I that, always like it. <laughs> you know, when the moon hits your eye, like a light of my life? Um, yeah, that's, that's what I heard in the chorus. Uh, my little pizza pie. But apparently she's actually saying my little piece of the pie. Yeah. So it's interesting. This chorus, it uses the word American pie and apple, but all as separate ideas. Yes. It says American is baseball, mom, and apple and pie. <laughs> that, that's, a, that's a great point, though. <laughs> Oh fuck! <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I that's a good point to point that out though because pie, American, and apple. Um, so it like it suggests 
apple pie an American, like American apple pie and like that yeah. sort of nostalgic image, but it actually doesn't come right out and say that. I kind of like yeah, that. It separates it out into different, um, cliches. Yes, exactly. But it's, yeah, it's, it's like, it has like a mosaic effect altogether. I don't know. I was strangely interested in it. Yeah. I was too, until I found out it wasn't about pizza pie. <laughs> pizza pie. I, I actually, I do like the idea of calling someone my little piece of the pie. I think that is actually what? kind of creative. And what not... does that mean? Does it mean like my success in life or like, you know, cause like piece of the pie is sometimes uses, I guess, an economic metaphor for like, um, you know, like you get your slice of the pie in terms of your share of the economy or whatever. Is yeah. that what it's getting at? You think? Yeah, like this is what I get to. This is a reward I get in life. Is you? Mm. Like this That's is like sweet. my handout. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like my share. <laughs> <laughs> we, I don't know. I think that's interesting. An You're interesting metaphor. More interesting than saying "American Beauty, Apple of My Eye." Yes. Yeah, because those are both. Well, I mean, "Apple of My Eye" is definitely a, a time-worn cliche. "American Beauty." I don't know if it is quite as much a cliche. Like, did it, was that a commonly used phrase before the movie American Beauty? I don't think so. Yeah. Cameron, who is she writing to or about? Is it her new husband? (laughs) It's for Mutt. (laughs) No, I don't know. But she is saving herself for you. There's no wait long enough. Wait, she says there's no wait long enough? Apparently. She does not want to be reunited with this person. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, Today, to you, I'm invisible. Tomorrow, you may still be out of reach, but someday, you and I will be possible. We'll be alone making love on the beach. That escalated quickly. (laughs) I have a sound sample of that if you want to play. Okay, let's do. Wow, why does she sound like, um, is that Maya Rudolph? Like when Maya Rudolph sort of like tucks her chin into her neck and like kind of talks like this. wow. Do, do, you, do you know what I'm talking about? I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't Shania sound like that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I think she's trying to sound sultry, but it just kind of sounds like a little awkward. Yeah. Totes ox. Totes ox. Um, she has all these like platitudes in the second verse. And I'm like, oh, are you going to subvert these? But then she doesn't. Uh, she yeah. says, I've heard people say that if they could do it all over again, they never would. It's better to have loved someone and lost than to have never loved at all. I am not afraid to give my heart, <laughs> even though it don't know I exist. Because in my huh. sleep, you hold me close in the dark. A million times I've tasted your lips. I don't like that so phrase, you bring up tasted your stuff? lips. <laughs> it's, I don't like that very much. Um, but yeah, like the, the way it's structured, you know, she's like, I've heard people say this. Usually, when you structure something like that, you open it that way. Usually, Truly, I tell you, <laughs> yeah. Usually, you go on to say, uh, you know, people say this, but I say this, or this yeah. is actually true, or some, you know, some sort of response to what the people say. She just like yeah, like, like Jesus, let, yeah, exactly. <laughs> she just kind of lets it hang and then just moves on to the next topic. <laughs> She's like, oh, you know, I heard this interesting thing one time, and also there's this other thing. It's like, well, are you going to respond to it at all? <laughs> I've heard people say if they could do it all over again, they never would. It's better to have loved someone and lost than to have never loved it at all. I'm not afraid to give my heart. 
It's like, well, what? How's it? How's what? Well, okay. but what about what you were? What, what about the cliches well, you were talking about? <laughs> you. What about your hot takes that you were? Yeah, getting us all horny for. Oh, I was getting so warmed up for some hot takes. Uh, should we listen to "Poor Me"? Yes, we should. bad (laughs) yeah yeah it's not white it's not black gray's the color that i see i think it's the next line don't matter if you're black or white okay that fucking song have have we have i ranted about this song yet maybe maybe not i don't remember i i maintain that 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 song is that's one of the main reasons that I have the take that uh, Michael Jackson is a bad lyricist. Um, Cause I think that, <laughs> I think that song is, it's, it, it's hinting at profundity. It's like, Oh, we're going to talk about the issues. But like, if you actually look at the text and it's like, the text is, if you're talking about my baby, it don't matter if you're black or white. And it's like, who is the you? Who's your baby? Why would it matter if you're black or white if you're talking about Michael Jackson's love interest? Yeah, like, I mean, dude, it's about like interracial dating. I don't know, but the line is if you're talking about my baby, it don't matter if you're black or white. The oh, person who's talking about Michael Jackson's baby or I think I think the second you're is like a more general like it doesn't matter if anyone's black or white. Hmm. Well, I think it's still confusing. I mean, it's definitely confusing. It could have been phrased a lot, you know, clear, more clear. Yeah. I definitely have a lot of affection for that song. Okay. Well, I don't know. My, my old bosses wanted me to like have all these kids in a choir sing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like, I don't want to like, I don't want to have these kids. I don't want to rehearse with them and have them sing. I took my baby for a Saturday bang. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what that meant at the time, but now yeah. it does not mean something that you want a choir of kids to sing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's not going to go well. Yeah. And I told that I told my boss, I was just like, hey, uh, so are you willing to come in and every time they have to sing this line, quiet them down? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, also, in fairness to MJ, he is not the first writing credit on the song. It's written by Bill Botrell, whoever okay. that is. Yeah. Uh, yep. Um, I like the me. morphing technology. The morphing technology. What is it? In the what? music video, there's like a, a really good morphing technology. of It's just like a bunch of portraits, well, video portraits of people's faces of different ages and appearances and ethnicities and, and, and um, uh, shapes. Oh, I haven't seen that. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's, cool. it's actually really cool. It's like really well done. Yeah. Nice. That's... Yeah. Must have been really expensive in 1991. Yeah. Uh, okay, so let's let's get back to Shania. Pour, pour me, me this. Pour me that. What? Why? Did, okay, so it's about she doesn't want to just have one one beer anymore. Yeah. Exactly. Pour me this. Pour me that. Little yeah. that over there. Pour that to me. Give me a shot of that. Um, so this is about her partner leaving, or I guess like cheating on her. 
Um, she found it in his closet right behind the lies. He has just a big box of lies in his closet. Like, what does that mean? Ah, <laughs> oh, I should have looked behind those. <laughs> Shit. Um, but also, like, why does she say poor me? And why does she keep repeating it? Because usually, like, if I were to hear that in a song, I would think, oh, they're being, like, sarcastic. I don't know if I've ever heard someone use poor me in a sincere way that wasn't sarcastic. I think she's being self-deprecating. Really? Yeah. Why do? Well, she says, poor me this, poor me that. Why do I keep looking back? She's, she's shaming herself for feeling bad. Um, yeah, but then she just like stays in it through the entire chorus. Like there's no part where she's like reflective on it and saying like, I should stop wallowing in self pity. Like the only thing that would gesture towards that is just the repeat repetition of the phrase, poor me. As the, uh, genius, uh, contributor says for this song, she is trying to get over it and move on. However, she can only think about how poorly she feels. <laughs> oh, good one. Uh, also, Shania made the same joke you did. Uh, apparently, there is a... Oh, I see that now. ...post-chorus Shit. where she says, pour me another, in terms of, like, another drink. All right. So, I guess I'm not very clever. No, mm. you're not. Pour me this, pour me that. Why do I keep looking <gasps> back? Pour me this, pour me that. Shania it's not white, Twain it's not is black. referring to her ex-husband, Mutt Lang, who left Twain for her best friend marie and <gasps> tbod oh no <gasps> wait you're right you're right oh oh that's right they swapped these two uh, couples wife swap <laughs> it was a it was a real wife swap i remember reading that a week or two ago oh, shit shania's best friend uh got together with shania's husband and i don't know if like one of these relationships is like a revenge relationship but then shania shit. went and married her best friend's husband <laughs> I can't believe that. That is so weird. Man. Oh, man. Man, fush you, Lang. <laughs> How long have you been sitting on that? <laughs> I just came up with it. Oh, good, man. <laughs> I like that. Oh, hmm. Episode Celebrate title? me. Yeah. <laughs> Cameron, I love you. I've never said that before, and I'll never say it again. But <laughs> in this moment, you've earned my approval. <laughs> fleetingly from this moment <laughs> uh, I'm ready to move on Cameron who's gonna be your girl comes who's gonna be your girl I kind of like the, you know, Imogen Heap processy stuff on her voice in this. Yeah, it works sometimes. Yeah, the, I, yeah. I, I did. I did. I also thought of Imogen Heap sometimes in hearing like the vocal processing that's going on. <clears throat> What's this song about? <sighs> oh, fuck. I was going to ask you. <laughs> um, <laughs> Beat you to it. So she's kind of playing second fiddle to... Uh, everything else i guess uh she says in an interview with rolling stone it's about feeling unappreciated and knowing that you are secondary having to live with someone that has different priorities and accepting that you're not the most important person uh important thing in a person's life oh um well it's good that she just lays it out for us 
That's what she says. Uh, so I think specifically the song is she spent some time calling into question this person's motives and like whether they're acting in like a healthy way, like um, whether they're trying to run away from something, maybe like who's going to be your girl when all the boys are gone. Who's going to stop the world when living is no more fun. Um, What does that mean? Who's going to be your girl when all of the boys are gone? What does she mean by that? I'm, I'm kind of wondering if, so given her explanation of this, I'm wondering if like, it's not, I don't think this song is about him wanting another woman. I think this is a song about him him not paying attention to her, who would be his girl. But and why is she so talking about like, all the boys? Like, like he's just hanging out with the boys and doesn't want to hang out with her. What's that one song? Uh, is it Hanging with the Boys? <laughs> what are you talking about? What's that one song? Hanging with the Boys. The Boys are back in town. I swear there's Boys like a song. by Lizzo. Oh. That's a, it's, there's a podcast called Hanging with the Boys. I don't know. I'm thinking of, there's a, something I'm thinking of. Check the learning links. Just yeah. kidding. Yeah. find that. Yeah. Oh, Hanging with the Boys Top Gun. Oh, Playing with the Boys by Kenny Loggins. Oh. That's it. I think it's playing in like, that's it's really in. That's really a Kenny Loggins song? Yeah. I think it's during the volleyball wow. scene. Playing, I've playing never with seen the boys. Top Gun. I've heard that it's extremely homoerotic. That's what I've heard. It was also funded by the U.S. military. Did you know that? Huh. Which is extremely homoerotic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know uh, what I, I heard recently that um that Don't Ask, Don't Tell began as a like a uh, a step forward a in gay rights. Yeah. It's like, hey, yeah. I mean, you know. I mean, Do whatever we, you want, if you don't get caught. We we ditched it a couple years ago and like fucking good riddance to it, but also like at the time it replaced something that was even more homophobic. So it was like a step forward. So interesting. I guess I guess I don't have to hate Bill Clinton for that quite as much as I did. Plenty of other stuff to hate him for, though. He instituted don't don't ask, don't tell. I believe so. Yeah. Interesting. Don't ask, don't tell. I think it happened at least during his administration. Yeah, Clinton administration in 1994. <sighs> Epstein didn't kill himself. Moving on. <laughs> yep. Epstein didn't ask and didn't tell because he got killed before he could tell. Yep. Um, I don't think I have anything else to say. Yeah, I'm mostly just thinking about playing with the boys now. <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about more fun. Cameron, sounds like fuck someone... This, fuck this pandering song. Someone's got a case of the Mondays. You know what I mean? Man, Mondays, right? Ack. Ack. I want, I want lasagna to help me cope. Yeah, I'm going to go shoe shopping in a pantsuit. I, I mean, th- this... Wow, actually. So, what if Shania's just uh, a cat this whole time? It's all coming together. It's Garfield... Oh, well, I was referencing Kathy, Kathy, the cart, the <laughs> comic strip. Cat, maybe she's a cat. Cat he. No, but Gar- Garfield doesn't have a job, but hates Mondays, and that's kind of like Shania Twain. When you put it that way, yeah, 
<laughs> she doesn't have a job, but she still hates Monday. It's She's Monday, like, and Monday's I hear right. What does? Oh no, she does say she does. It's Monday, and I hear you when you say you hate that day. You could have taken a lot of words out of that. I think. Uh, <laughs> what a sentence! In this ever-changing world in which we live in, uh, it's Monday, and I hear you when you say you hate that day. Me too, but there's nothing much about it we can do besides just Ugh. you know become a superstar and live off of your wealth. Uh, let's just get to counting down the hours, dreaming of all of our favorite songs. We know the words by heart, and we will shout. <laughs> Why would you the- dream of your favorite songs? <laughs> You can just listen to them, you know. Uh, remember that song? Oh, you'll Back take the high road and I'll take the low road. <laughs> More hmm. fun. Oh, sorry. I was I was lost in a daydream about <laughs> Welcome to the Jungle. I was just reminiscing. <laughs> you know, when you get down to it, I don't feel very welcome to this jungle at all. He just said I was going to die. <laughs> I'm going to watch uh, you bleed? That's threatening. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't feel welcomed at all. What a welcome wagon this is. Huh. Chorus. More fun is what we need. Everyone is on their feet. The weekend's here, and all we want to do is be together, get a little crazy, and forget what happens later. We made it through the week. Now we're headed to the streets. More fun is what we need. You know, when you say headed to the streets this like song that, came- I kind of feel like it's <laughs> going to be a riot or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fun riot. Um, yeah. This song came out after Friday by Rebecca Black. <laughs> You're kidding me. It's a sequel. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's actually a lesser version of the same song. <laughs> I like that she talks about doing donuts in parking lots and running lights. I want her to do that. That's I act- want that to be what she does with her wealth and privilege. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's actually, that's a pretty good, like, specific detail. So you can get away with traffic crimes. That don't impress me much. <laughs> Is it a traffic crime when it's in a parking lot? Well, I she's guess. running lights, too. Oh, running. Oh, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not good. You're going to kill someone. Uh, we're just getting started, open-hearted, having a ball, and nothing but time on our side. Shania, how old are you? Is time <laughs> okay, really on your on. side? <laughs> i mean i'm 32 and i i'm old enough to know that time is definitely not on my side and i think shania is well older than i am i had uh i had three drinks of knob creek on monday and tuesday fucking sucked (laughs) yeah i'm old that's the first thing that goes yeah shania twain is 54 i I had a bad day (laughs) yeah I'm gonna probably have a bad day tomorrow. American Idol bad day. Oh, so you had a bad day. (laughs) I knew someone who had that as a ringtone, which I never really quite understood what they meant by that. (laughs) Just like I did have a bad day. (laughs) Yes, I did. Phone. I did have a bad day. Whoever's calling me, I'm gonna tell them about it. (laughs) (laughs) Whoever's calling me is causing my bad day. Let's be honest. Ack, ack. Mondays, lasagna, shoe shopping. I want to hate Kathy the comic strip, but also I feel weird hating it because I feel like probably most of the people that like criticize it or make fun of it and stuff or do it in kind of a misogynistic way. I mean, it's not well written. It's extremely hacky and not funny at all in any sense, but also it's like, eh, I don't know. Don't want to like edge too close to hating women. Just close enough. (laughs) Yeah. 
All right. Uh, more fun. Anything else to say about the song? It's less fun than I thought it would be. <laughs> no. Okay. Hey, uh, Ka- Ka- Kathy has a new book. Oh, no. What's it called? It's called 50 Things That Aren't My Fault, Essays from the Grown-Up Years. Oh, man. I was hoping she was going to make like a Fifty Shades of Grey joke or a pun or something. <laughs> well, there's this... Uh, it's on New York Post, and um, uh, apparently... <laughs> The, the one the first question I saw says, "Tell me more about this panini generation." What? <laughs> what does that so, possibly mean? I, I don't know. Panini generation. Uh, <laughs> what? <sighs> Cameron, I'm gonna have to think about this. You you continue to do the show without me. I'm gonna just sit here and ponder <laughs> that for a minute or an hour or two. Take these things and hide them in your heart. <laughs> Exactly. You know what? I'm all right. All right. The panini generation. So the sandwich generation, I guess, is just like um in between it basically like gen x oh because it's Um, between two big generations yeah and so i guess what she she's she's basically saying that there's like so much pressure and so much space being taken up by these other generations that she feels squished and there's not enough oh so she transformed the sandwich generation which is gen x into the panini generation because she feels like gen x is experiencing a lot of pressure is that it e data what that's okay okay yeah uh that man there's a lot of uh there's a lot to that metaphor Hmm. yeah cameron i think this song is about her divorce you let me go i'm all right you had to have her you told me slow i died faster than i could know (laughs) oh boy (laughs) love would ever kill you said take care don't be sad girl life's not fair it's a mad world but I'm not mad. I've already downed that pill. I'm alive. I think I'm going to be okay. I'm all right tonight. I'm alive. I think I'm going to be okay for all right. Or I'm all right for now. It's a very like Alanis, sad Alanis. Yeah. But like less coherent. There's a lot of like disconnected short sentence fragments. Yeah. I mean, all the short sentence fragments make sense, which is something, but that's true. Yeah. I broke down. All you did was stand there without a sound. It came from nowhere. The truth so loud. Oh, my heart stood still. I'm going to marry your ex. I'm going to marry no. your, your new, new wife's new ex-husband. Ex. <laughs> oh, boy. It's, it's, a, it's a weird thing. The more I think about it, I just can't. Yeah. yeah if you, you know, you think about it and you're just <laughs> like, wow, upset. what an odd situation. Like, imagine living through that, you know? Yeah. That would be like, Cameron, if you and I each got divorced and got remarried to each other's wives, and then our friendship was ruined. <laughs> I can't believe it. How crazy weird would that, that be? <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Uh, so, who's the, who's the mutt and who's the Thibault? Oh, someone's got to be the us. villain. Um, guess it'll be me. Yeah. Whatever. I can be a villain. It's gonna be May. <laughs> May. May. Who's May and what are they doing to our relationships? Uh, well, you might as well just roll me on the river. Oh, 
So that that line that leads into the chorus there, uh, love me tender on the radio, turn it louder, kiss me slow. The way it's structured, uh, in most of the songs in this album, Shania will have like opposites there. So she'll be like, you know, turn up the volume fast and kiss me slow or something like that. But instead she says, turn it louder, kiss me slow. And it always like messes with my expectations because I expect them to be opposites. And then it just like Uh takes me down this like synesthesia rabbit hole. And then that just makes me think of um, the one episode of The Simpsons where Homer has to take a driving test again. And uh, the person administering the exam, like who rides along in the car with him, like is complaining about his behavior. And at at one point she says like, um, he farted and he turned up the radio to cover it up. (laughs) I forgot about that. (laughs) (laughs) So every time... (laughs) I hear the intro to this chorus here, particularly because she's talking about a radio and turning it up. I'm just like, oh, <laughs> turning up the radio to cover up the farts. Ah, <laughs> oh, uh, man. Some of those jokes on that show are so funny. Yeah. Some of the best comedy true. writing. <sighs> yep. I'm more of a Futurama myself, Futurama man myself, but definitely Simpsons has some very good jokes. Yeah, they did. <laughs> Past tense. Give me sugar when I'm feeling down. <laughs> Give me sugar <laughs> in sugar. water. <laughs> More. He's <laughs> <clears throat> like he's wearing an egger suit. <laughs> All right. Uh, so Shania is uh, a giant bug person in it wearing a human suit. And she says, give me sugar when I'm feeling down. Play my favorites on the ride downtown. Love me tender on the radio. Turn it louder. Kiss me slow he's he just like literally just giving her like is he just like throwing granules of sugar at, or just like scoops of, <laughs> of sugar and just pouring them in her mouth that's so weird to say give me sugar when i'm feeling down i give me sugar means like means me. what means what Cameron? like give oh. me a little sugar you know. what i've never heard of this i'm pure as the driven snow <laughs> Um, I don't. I don't want to hear your I, filthy I, I talk. I realize now that you've been joking the whole time, but it just occurred to me that that's what she means. Um, it's unclear if she means like sugar is in a kiss because there's like nothing else supporting it. It's literally that's all you get. Give me sugar when I'm feeling down. Um, so oh hey, I just so I'm in the main room of our house and I just got I just noticed a text from Becca that says "Love you too, home in 20. and that was 21 minutes ago. Uh oh. So maybe we should wrap this up. Oh, no. She's going to divorce you. And then I'll have to marry her. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, there's not... This is... Yeah, this is... um, This is a weird song. The chorus goes, Roll me on the river. Lay me in the sun. Know that I could give me some. Is she saying like, Hey, when I'm feeling bad, I want you to fuck me because I can just always masturbate. Know that I could give me some. Is that what she's... Is that what she's talking about, Cameron? <laughs> Am I taking crazy pills? <laughs> what is happening? Let's let's just talk. Um, can, can we go to the last song, Soldier? Sh- sh- soldier? Yeah. Yeah, just because we're running short on time. We did a really long box set. We did. I mean, gonna weekly. Has anybody seen my soldier standing on a has anybody seen 
Is this song a metaphor or is it not, Cameron? No, this is just a pandering song. This is just another part of the patriarchy that's like celebrating celebrating soldiers and like romanticizing their uh their sacrifice for you know um and making everyone okay with the whole system. Is it? Cuz there's not I really think so. It could be a metaphor though. There's like nothing to say it's not. You know? What do you think it would be a metaphor for? I don't know. That's the question. <laughs> That's why I think it's just literal. It could I be think like it's just a pandering song. I mean, okay, let's let's read all the lyrics real quick. Don't close the door when you leave. It's cold out. I need to see the air when you breathe and say out loud that you'll be home soon, not to worry you're going to hurry back. Chorus. That's Has kinda, anybody I seen kind my of like that? Yeah. That's it. I mean, it actually like it's poetic has a, writing. a through line and is like sort of poetic. Uh, chorus is, has anyone seen my soul? Anybody seen my soldier standing all alone? Has anybody seen my soldier just trying to get home? So she doesn't like, I mean, she doesn't get into like glorifying the troops saying like, oh, he's off to fight for freedom. You know, it's mostly about like how he's far away and she misses him. Yeah. And it, it could just be like, a metaphor for a partner that had to go away for a long time, or maybe there's like a long distance thing, or he's like off in the Peace Corps or something. I don't know. It's it's vague enough that it could go either way, is, I guess is what I'm saying. I mean, I'm looking right now at Shania Twain's YouTube, and it's, oh no, it's, it's, the music it's just video. Says, Thank you for your service, Sh- Soldier by Shania Twain. Um, Does that come from her? There's, there's like fucking like you know call of duty commercials happening miles teller is in this for some reason wait who's miles miles teller oh no this is for a movie okay so the shania twain's song soldier was featured on thank you for your service which is a movie is that a movie yeah oh no they took the cliche and just made it a movie title yeah but, but maybe it's actually not like a, a jingoistic movie i don't know oh it's a document wait no it's a drama wait is it there's apparently a documentary and also a drama film but the drama film was one with miles teller yeah because there's actors in it that i don't think we're actually in the military (laughs) here we go the film is about post-traumatic stress disorder depicting u.s soldiers who try to adjust to civilian life bruce springsteen wrote a new song freedom cadence specifically for the closing credits i think that complicates your take on this song i i think it does too yeah yeah, it's it's. I mean, the song's like almost like an elegy. It's like very like sad and like it doesn't really do much to glorify what the soldier's doing. It's mostly just like, yeah, they're far away and he's all alone. Um, please remember yeah. me. Where did you go, my love? Yeah, I guess I feel a little better about it. Although in general, I do think that the the narratives and romanticization of um, of of the like tragedy of like waiting for your man to come back home which is usually how it's you know no one talks about it the other way about female soldiers like right in propaganda you know but like i think that's like part of the machine you know mm-hmm. it's like um you'll be missed so much yes yeah that's definitely true but you, yeah i don't know so speaking of being right, missed my, so much my your family's, family's home and my cat's throwing a fit uh are you ready to wrap up Let's wrap it up. Uh, wrap thanks up everyone. Shania. 
Thanks everyone for listening. This is the last Shania episode. We don't know what we're doing yet. We'll probably do a few palate cleansers of undetermined yeah. uh, uh, intent. Uh, but in the meantime, until next week, you can visit us online actually, at boxtech.website. Actually, actually hmm? um, I'm going to be at the Kauai Old Time Gathering, and I just found oh. out that they don't have any internet access at all. Whoa! So old Time, I think for there's sure. A, I think there's a possibility that I'm not going, to, that we're not going to have an episode, because I don't think I'll actually be able to record for next week. Okay, so we might have to um, take a little brief break. Maybe just for one week. Yeah, but there's some okay. possibility in there. Okay. Maybe I'll so. be able to do it. Yeah, we'll see. Sorry in advance if that ends up happening. Um, so uh, email us at, at boxset.website, or sorry, email at boxset.website. Tweet us at Topias Podcast, though we don't check that and we'll never see it. You can go on our Discord. Link will be in the show notes. Uh, write us a review on iTunes. Please listen to Cameron's other podcast, Get Up in the Cool. And uh, thanks everyone for listening. I've been Nathan Hunt, and I'm turning up the radio to cover up the farts. And I've been Cameron Dewitt, and I'm a slutty giraffe. Now Fuck. that's close. <laughs> it's been a long time since I did that. <laughs> Man, I was just trying to rush through everything to like get you out of this place so you can not have your family breathing down your neck. Oh no. Uh oh. Cameron? Uh, one moment. <coughs> Hello? Hi. I think Skype has shit the bed and has fucked up my um, audio settings. Oh no, Skype shit? Yes. Try now. Say something. Hi. Oh, good. I fixed it. Skype, yes, indeed, fucked everything up and is dumb. But you unshit the bed. <laughs> I, I, I scooped up all that shit and crammed it right up Skype's gaping butthole. Ah, uh, that's lovely. You have such a way with words. <laughs> Did you get your what degree? What a lovely in metaphor. Creative writing. Cameron, let me level with you. It took me three years and thousands of dollars in loans in order to come up with a metaphor like that. Man. And I have to say, it was well worth yeah. it. Yeah. School, school is great and worth it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. It's done nothing but good in my life. <laughs>